Welcome to That Farm Life, planting hope, harvesting strength. That Farm Life is a production of Eagle Farms at Williams Baptist University. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. We talk about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between. Because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now here's your host, Stan Norman. Hello and welcome to That Farm Life Podcast. My name is Stan Norman. Uh, We are here to serve the farming community through support, through resources, through conversations with some incredible people that all have a heart to support the agriculture community. They want to make a difference in the lives of farmers. We're fond of saying here, it's okay to not be okay. We just want to help you not stay that way. And uh, in an effort to do that, we want to tackle hard life issues for hardworking people. Today, we have a special guest, a little bit different than our normal cast of characters. We have one of our students here, Mr. Alex Cole. Alex was the first student to apply for our Williams Works Initiative back in, was that 2019? It was. It was right before the pandemic. So, in fact, if I remember correctly, we had a press conference in which we announced the Williams Works Initiative. We had various members of the press. We had our own press release. You saw that on uh, some kind of social media feed. Is that right? I believe it was Facebook. Yes. Okay. You're one of the few people 18 and under that actually is on Facebook, apparently. (laughs) That's right. Uh, According to the information I have here in front of me, was it like within an hour of seeing it or how quickly did you apply? So it was pretty close. Um, My mother, actually, she saw it on Facebook. So I guess I was on Facebook, but she was the one that saw it. (laughs) But um, I had experience working in a garden with my grandfather in high school for about six years up to that point. And we saw the ad for it, and my mother thought, oh, my gosh, this would be perfect for my son. So I believe it was uploaded within an hour, and <laughs> we sure enough applied within the hour. Well, you well, you made it William's history by doing that. So someday when they're writing this chapter of our history, they may, may well reference you as the first applicant for our Williams Works Initiative. We're so glad you did. We're grateful that you applied and were accepted, and now you're starting your senior year here at Williams. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes, sir. And you are uh, an education major. Tell us a little bit about your program of study. So I'm a secondary social studies education major, which means that I am going to high school, or I'm going to college to teach We hope you have finished high school. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. I'm going to college to be able to teach high school students about history. Okay. So, so yes. this semester you are, are you doing your classwork? Are you doing your internship or a little bit of both? Or what does this semester look like for you? So this is going to be my last semester on campus. Okay. I'm going to be uh, in my upper level education classes. So I'm in what the education department calls their blocks as well as their method class, which means that is a lot of the classes that, all the teachers that you see graduate through Williams have gone through uh, in their upper level classes. Good. So. Well, one of our most, um, one of our best known majors, one of our highest um, attended majors here is our education. 
I, I know from talking from folks out in the broader community that they love our graduates. They think our Williams education majors are some of the best they can hire. And so I'm confident that when you graduate, you are going to have a job waiting for you. And you want to teach high school history. Is that right? Absolutely. Yes, sir. So you are from where? Where's home for you? I'm from Manila, Arkansas. That's not too far from here. It's about, well, my driving, it's about an hour away. So Okay. And <laughs> did you grow up in town or did you grow up on a farm? I grew up right behind the school, actually. So okay. if I really wanted to, when I wasn't marching on the football field, I could watch a football game in my backyard. You also have a little bit of experience growing up around farming. Is that right? Yes, sir. Well, tell us a little bit about that. So... About the age of 12, I started working with my grandfather in his two-acre garden out just outside of Manila. Uh, he had this little bitty garden that he would grow vegetables, uh, such as squash, cucumber, zucchini, uh, tomatoes, his prized crop, okra, and uh, purple hole peas. He would sell and he would take them over to the ASU farmer's market that they would have every Saturday and Tuesday during the summer. And I started to help him at the age of 12, like I said. And from there, that gave me some skills that I was able to apply here in college. Okay. So from age 12 on till you came here, yes. you were helping your grandfather uh, after school, on weekends, all the above, none of the above? Uh, all the above. Um, most weekends. So my weekends would look like waking up at 4.45 every morning to help him load the trailer to uh, go over to ASU. Okay. During the week, I would wake up at about 6.30, which gave me time management skills that I'm still using today. Good. Um, but we would wake up at 6.30. We would go out in the hot Arkansas heat and work out in the field. Okay, so you'd pull the crops in, and then you would take them to the farmer's market. Yes, sir. So was ASU the only farmer's market where you guys went, or did you do any others? So that was the only farmer's market that we did together, but most of the time we would sell his vegetables locally as well. So if... He had a family member text him and say, hey, I need some squash or zucchini. We would be able to send it their way because we would normally have excess of that. So was your grandfather still farming? Well, he actually had a, uh, I believe, a triple bypass surgery recently. Okay. And Sorry he does have that. a garden. Okay. But uh, it's a lot smaller than it used to be. Sure. He said um, after coming over here, his work has been strained a little bit. <laughs> so... <laughs> To give you perspective. So going to school has hurt his uh, labor. Man, labor A little bit, but yeah. it's a little bit morbid. But we make jokes a little bit and say we are always afraid that we'd find you out in the field someday. Luckily, yeah. we didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, this is maybe his calling to start slowing down just a hair. Okay. <laughs> so what attracted you to apply for Williams Works? And at Williams Works, we have different workstations. Uh, we have community partnerships. So some of our students work at the local hospital. We operate a boutique hotel here in Walnut Ridge. Uh, they work at Bosch Manufacturing. They work at on-campus jobs. So we have all kinds of jobs like that. But another department, so to speak, in our work education initiative is Eagle Farms. And you have spent your four years working on Eagle Farms. Yes, sir. Why did you select Eagle Farms for your workstation? So as I stated previously, um, I spent, I believe it was six years up to this point working with my grandpa. And whenever I saw the ad for Eagle Farms, which would be a vegetable garden that we would be working on, I jumped right to it because I have a passion for growing vegetables and uh, growing produce and 
that's just my passion. So tell us a little bit about the work that you do at Eagle Farms and the stuff that you grow. Uh, now, in your fourth year, what things did you start off doing that you aren't doing? What things have you learned growing things on Eagle Farms? So I have, I like to say, I, I have a variety of different skills now that I would not have my first year. So um, for starters, our first year was just pretty much learning how to mat maintain the crops and get everything together because it was the first year and we were trying to get everything together. What kind of crops were you growing that first year? Squash, cucumber, zucchini, and okra. And one thing I think that helped set me apart from other students that were in the work program was that I knew a little bit about it, Yeah, a little bit more than everybody else. So I was able to help our uh, boss, Mr. Brad Flippo, yes. about um, the crop production stuff. So they were having one issue that we had was our okra wasn't growing properly. So he was his uh, solution was to put fertilizer on it and it would grow. And I was like, Mister Brad, I don't know if okra needs all that fertilizer. Sure enough, once we quit putting fertilizer on it, started producing okra. So if he hears this, and I hope that he will, is he going to agree with what you just shared about the fertilizer? He might agree a little bit. I don't know if one hundred percent, but I believe that that was an issue that our first year. Um, there was also other issues that came up. Like, um, I didn't know how to drive a 360 turn mower, uh, because my family normally just drove your normal riding lawnmower that mm-hmm. it just looked like a, I guess you could say a glorified go-kart. Right, right. The, the <laughs> tractor lawnmower. The tractor lawnmower. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So, um, I learned how to ride a 360 turn mower and I've learned skills to help repair and manage all of those. Uh, as well as getting to learn how to drive the tractor better. I learned a little bit of that from my grandpa, but I really got better at it over here. Okay. So so from year one to this year, in your estimation, what is one of the biggest changes you've seen in the stuff that you guys are doing on the farm? Our main goal right now is to get everything together and prepare it, or to prepare for our next growing season. Okay. So our next growing season is going to be strawberries. We're going to plant our strawberries okay. in the ground. Good. I've ha- I've had to learn how to uh, manage when we plant different pro- uh, crops. Okay. Crop rotations. Yeah, good. Crop yeah. rotations and things like that. Uh, for example, normally if somebody never grew strawberries before, you wouldn't know to grow them in the uh, fall, but. With how strawberries grow, you have to plant them in the fall. You have to cover them up during the winter, and they grow through the winter, and you open them back up in the spring and let the sun hit them, and they start producing strawberries. So now, in addition to the row crop farming, and I know that's really technically not what we do, but for lack of a better way of describing it, we farm about how many acres? I believe it's 10, I think. Okay. Maybe a little over 10. I think we're around 12. 12, um, 10 yes. to 12. 10 or 12. But we also have two greenhouses. Yes. So what do we grow in each of the greenhouses? Tell us about that. So I've, I've actually had experience in the greenhouse. Um, a lot of, so we have two of them. Uh, the first one, a lot of those are tropical plants and uh, a couple other flowers that may not have survived year-round if they were just sitting outside. So... Um, those are your begonias, your petunias, things like that. Uh, in the other greenhouse, this is our tomato greenhouse and other uh, 
plant greenhouse that we have. Okay. So this may be monkey. This ranges from things like monkey grass to cabbage. We okay. have a row of cabbage in there right now. So okay. So you have been four years in Williams Works. Yes. What has that meant to your education experience? What? Why Williams Works and not a more traditional path for your education? Well, I believe that I'm learning a lot more than just things that your traditional student would get out of college. Well, most of my friends that I'm in the dorm with, they're not in the works program. Uh, They're still having to get up and go to class. I'm having to get up, go to class, but also manage and remember that I have work to do. And I think the skills that I learn at work are just as valuable as the skills that I learn in class. And I believe, I believe for me personally, they've helped me in uh, my teacher education degree because I've learned how like manager skills. Okay. I've learned how to gain manager skills, such as talking to people. What is your role on the farm? Do you have like a a, a title? Are you like assistant (laughs) farm manager or? So I guess you could say I'm assistant to the assistant farm manager. Okay. I haven't been demoted, but um, I am going to be out next semester so okay. I can student teach. Right. So um, I'm helping the next soon-to-be farm manager become the next man on the farm. Okay. <laughs> so what? The farm. going back to growing, what did we grow the first year that we are not growing now? And maybe we're growing everything we did that first year. So I think that we are growing most of the same things. Uh, we've realized that we have some strengths and weaknesses in some things. Uh, okay. as you remember, we had a strawberry crop that failed right. our second year. It did really well our first year. We just didn't have the manpower to get it out of the field our first year. In my opinion, there was like four of us I okay. think, working out there. Uh, this recent year we had plenty of workers out there working and picking it. I think we had a decent crop of strawberries so I wouldn't necessarily say that we're changing what we grow. It's more how we grow it and what direction to take to grow this crop better. So are we growing anything today that we weren't that first year? Uh, Did we do purple hull peas that first year? I don't think we prioritized purple hull peas that right, first year, but right. we are this year. And yeah. I believe we'll have a crop of those in about a week. Okay. So I know that uh, the hailstorm we had last year really devastated our pecan crop. Yes. Are we on track for the trees to recover? Give us some give us some hope that we're going to have pecans sometime in the future. Mr. Brad said it's going to be a bumper crop of really? pecans. He, last time I talked to him about the pecans, he sounded very optimistic. Mr. Brad is Brad Flippo, our farm manager. Yes. Or as some of you students call him, Papa Flip. Yeah, Papa Flip. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So just tell us a little bit. Um, I know that there's been a special bond that the kids on the farm have developed with uh, Mr. Brad and uh, Miss Nancy, who is the uh, <laughs> the matron of the greenhouses. Yes. So tell us about what those people have meant to you and your education experience here. Absolutely. Mr. Brad, um, I'm going to say this, and I don't, I don't mean it lightly at all, but I look at him as like a second father to me. Wow. He's taught me a lot of these skills that I can use that in more than just my career. I can use these in my everyday life. If I need a repair or something, I know what tool to get because Mr. Brad taught me how to do it. Mm. Or um, if I need to know how to do something, I know that I can call Mr. Brad and he would be there to help. And the same thing for Miss Nancy. Um, I love working with Miss Nancy. Uh, I got to work with her about a week ago and she she 
has so she has so many years of experience working in a greenhouse yes. that you just soak it all in whenever she gets to talk to you. Good. So one of the things I've heard students like you say about uh, their supervisors in the work program. Yes. They're as much involved in teaching and mentoring as our faculty are in the classrooms. And it's not that one's better than the other. Mm-hmm. It's that they're complementary to each other. Is that a fair estimate? Absolutely. Um, I believe they're both complementary. If I learn something out in the field, I might use it in the classroom. And that's strange to say, but especially with my education classes, uh, one thing I had to learn whenever I was farm manager was that I need to be more assertive. And being a teacher, you need to be assertive over your classroom. Mm-hmm. So that's good. That's good stuff. Yes. Um, I knew you a little bit when you first came to Williams. So there was no question about you having a work ethic. The fact that you were willing to be the first one to apply for the Williams works program. And the fact that you have been on the farm your entire time here says to me, you have a strong work ethic. Have you learned anything in addition to what you already knew about working and how the work education program has contributed to your overall education experience here? Absolutely. Um, like I said, um, it's given the farm has given me time management skills that I can use in my everyday life. Um, not only that, but it also um, has shown me that working, like giving your all to work and anything you do means the world to anything that you put yourself into. So if you give it your all, you're going to produce the best outcome in your work. Good. That's good. Yes. So I, w- I want to take a little uh, levity here. And uh, a couple of years ago during the summer, we had uh, the work summer work team over at the house. And Mr. Yes. Brad shared a story about you that probably no other workstation on campus <laughs> would ever have the opportunity to have. Do you, do you want to share that story a little bit? Yes, we can share the story. Okay. Uh, so I like to tell it starting at the house because I think that's the best way to look at it in my storytelling opinion. Okay. But um, we had this meeting at Dr. Norman's house. He just said, all the works kids in the summer, uh, come on over and we can have um, a supper get together. So sure enough, we did. And Dr. Norman, he said, so does anybody want to open the floor for any fun stories that we've heard over the farm? Uh, So Mr. Brad comes over and I'm sitting in a chair and he puts his arms on my shoulder. He says, I got one about this one right here. <laughs> I had no idea what he was about to say because I know I'm pretty goofy and I do some things and it just goes right over my head. So Mr. Brad proceeds to tell the story of how we were out picking strawberries one day. And, you know, sure enough, whenever you're on a farm, you deal with rodents and other creatures. And um, our strawberry crop was getting eaten by presumably raccoons. And, I was eating these strawberries that had presumably been eaten by a raccoon, but on the opposite side of what the raccoon was eating on. So in my mind, I was thinking like, oh, I'm just eating a strawberry. One side's bad. I'm just going to throw down the bad side. Well, Mr. Brad catches me. He said, hey, stop eating our profit away. And I said, Mr. Brad, I'm not eating our profit. I'm eating a strawberry that's bad because a raccoon ate off of it. When he told this story at the dinner... 
Everybody thought it was the funniest thing ever, and I didn't even think it was a story. Well, it, we still think it's pretty funny, and I wanted to get T-shirts <laughs> that said, I shared a strawberry with a raccoon, but I, I couldn't get anybody that uh, wanted to come up with the artwork or the <clears throat> or the lettering on it. Oh, well. I think it would be a great shirt. I would wear it everywhere. <laughs> now, I will say this about you, and this is something else that somebody else observed. So Alex is the kind of young man that would go to church at 8 o'clock in the morning <laughs> just to be a worshiper, and then he would leave and go to his home church to serve and minister and, I guess, lead music. Yes. So that speaks to the caliber of person that you are, and I would hope and think that not only is that a reflection of your parents and your family and their investment in you, but maybe maybe a little bit of your time here at Williams also has contributed to the fine, upstanding young man that you have become and the way the Lord has raised you in that. So we're proud of you. Thank you. We're very proud of you. We know the Lord's going to continue to use you to do incredible things to impact the lives of students that will sit in your classroom as you persevere as a history teacher Mm -hmm. on the high school level. So my final question to you is, do you intend to continue farming in some way after you graduate from here, you graduate from Eagle Farms, you're teaching high school. Do you see uh, any part of agriculture in your future? I absolutely do. Um, I believe farming has been a big part of my life. Um, Not only just coming to school here and getting to do that, but um, most of the time my year revolves around it. Um, Working with, I work with my grandpa year round on his garden and I've worked year round here. So it's been part of my life for the past almost 12 years, 11 years in my life. And um, I don't see a life without farming because I know farming is very important for not only our health and getting outside and everything like that. That's what I mean by health. Sure. Sure. Um, But also just getting closer to God in nature. Mm. So in my opinion, Alex, I'm probably will cry when you walk across the stage and I hand you a diploma next May mm-hmm. Uh, you have been here about as long as I have been, and you will forever in my heart and in my memory be a special Williams Work student because when we were just launching this program, you took a step of faith, you applied, you were accepted, and you have been faithful in your work here, working at a high level, managing your classes, managing your work on the farm. I'm assuming you still had a pretty robust collegiate experience with friends and all that goes along with that. Oh, absolutely. And you have been faithful to walk with the Lord your entire time here. We're proud of you. We're mm-hmm. glad that you would take some time out of your very busy schedule. I hope you're not missing work to come here on the podcast. Oh, maybe a little bit. But, okay. Maybe but I we'll think get they have it handled. Okay. I think, I think our uh, future farm manager has it handled. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Alex, for joining us on our podcast today. This has been That Farm Life Podcast. It is brought to you by Eagle Farms at Williams Baptist University, where we are in the business of educating, mentoring, and equipping students to be like Alex Cole. If you have interest in being one of those students on our farm in our uh, Williams Works Initiative, you can access that information at williamsbu.edu. And remember, keep the faith, keep farming. You've been listening to That Farm Life, planting hope, harvesting strength, with your host, Stan Norman. 
That Farm Life is a creation of AgriHealth Network and is produced by Eagle Farms at Williams Baptist University. AgriHealth Network exists to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about AgriHealth Network at agrihealth.net and more about Williams at williamsbu.edu. That Farm Life is produced and edited by Mike Dixon. Chris Grady and Brett Cooper serve as executive producers, and Elizabeth Ring is our production assistant. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep farming and keep the faith.